did I need to use my ultimate defense? No, but I guess you could say I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> and yep. Daedalus is making it sound a lot worse than it actually was because he was there and he he fell. He was a victim. He was a victim. Yeah, he, he was a victim. Wait, hold See, on. I, I, I took one for the sim. It wasn't the team. It was the sim <laughs> because you're off running and I'm like, uh, they're coming after like me. We gotta and go. all of a sudden. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg. I am joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Everybody, welcome back. Your Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back. Your favorite cult leader, Armored Cell. Welcome back, dude. Greetings. Now, real quick before we dig in, uh, you know, got to give a big shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Um, uh, yeah, also a shout out to all the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch and YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Okay. We've been gone for two weeks now, but we are back and ready to do this. Uh, we've got some things to look at today. Uh, we've got some new cosmetics, which um, this is going to be an interesting one because we get a little bit of a tie into some lore aspects that we've talked about previously. So that'll be kind of an interesting one. I'll go ahead and throw those up um, right now so people can get a gander at them while we're getting started. Um, but Real quick, before we dig in and talk to our gentleman here, uh, remember you can go over to our uh, iTunes or Spotify, give us five stars, leave us a comment, and if you do, uh, we will read those uh, live on the show. So you can go over to our pinned post on Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder to find all the links to all the podcast places. Gentlemen, we've been gone two weeks. How the hell have you been doing, Daedalus? Let's catch up a bit, gentlemen. reason i'm not hearing uh Adelos right now sorry oh there you go <laughs> my bad <laughs> apparently the jet lag has caught up with me um i, I did a, some international travel for work recently and that was kind of what took up my time so it'd been about a week out of town and just got back yesterday so just like playing catch up from that um getting over some funk from the trip uh but other than that doing all right uh just Enjoying being back uh, two feet on the ground in the U.S. How about you, Armored Cell? What have you been up to? Um, well, it was Mother's Day yesterday, so spoke oh. to my, um, we had a mother call, had like a Mother's Day lunch and stuff, so that was good. Um, but the last two weeks, man, god damn, I've been playing, getting to Ruskers like every second month with me and the boys get on and <laughs> we just hammer it down. Absolutely Bro, we've smashed it. We got raided day one, but we once again we just persevered and built a new base. Fucking just hammered it through. Now we're one of the one of the top three bases on the map again. So oh, nice! It's, it's been great. That sounds fun to be able to dominate in that game. Um, oh, hell yeah! I feel you though, Daedalus, on the on the getting back to to normal sort of thing, uh, dude. I have like 
we we were taken off for a little bit anyway because of just normal things like i was gonna take off i was gonna take that sunday and like work on some things i, I was gonna get you know a bunch of stuff for my book done and all that man dude <clears throat> let me tell you this is probably the first day in three to four weeks where i've actually been like feeling almost normal again uh last what was it so basically after our last podcast the following day i ended up going to the er and then like that whole week i was just like wrecked and then last week i was starting to get back to it but i like got a bunch of congestion and all kinds of like just crud and so i was literally like dealing with that and meanwhile i'm like supposed to be getting chapters out to my readers and I can't even think straight enough to do any of that. Um, so I, yeah, I got three out this week. I'm like shocked I actually pulled that off. But um, oh my God, I just realized what shit you're wearing, Daedalus. <laughs> the I want to play shirt feels good, man. Uh, now I know who got that shirt too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it. You know it. You know, this is the first time I'm realizing it, but both of my co hosts have some version of my face showing on screen right now because i see i see back there in the hogwarts outfit my face is still there and then you know, my face yeah. is oh my god this is like what do you do in that situation but dude I've got, I've got i've got like this this gut condition so like dude it put me down hard like freaking hard dude i i like legit thought i was gonna have to take off of everything for a while i took off of youtube for a week um, but I'm actually feeling like I'm back fully, not like last week when I was back and I was just managing to get by doing a few streams. Like I actually feel like I'm getting back to normal today. So it's actually good to be back and all that time off. I thought I was going to have to like, you know, get ahead of things. Nope. None of that happened. None of that happened. So here's the, here's the better days, everybody. But today on this episode, we're going to be talking about the cosmetics. I know the cosmetics aren't really necessarily like a big discussion point for a podcast, but um, obviously they showcase some things that are important. Um, some of that is, you know, some of the design for creatures, you know, outfits, animals, you know, that you're going to have as pets, like mounts, all kinds of different things like that. So like, they do play a factor there, right? And the other discussion point, which I think is more important, is a lore perspective. And this one, we're actually going to have a little bit of a lore perspective today because we've talked about the Order of the Steel Bloom previously. That was one that they actually shared, showcased. Um, and this one seems like it pays homage to that a bit, at least the order that this is like related to. Mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> we've also got some discussion we're going to dig into about combat today. Um specifically talk about some points that were outlined in the last developer live stream. Um, as I promised this week is going to be, or sorry, this month is going to be a little more focused on talking about combat. Um, we haven't really specifically talked about that in a while when it comes to the game. And as ashes is still in development, <coughs> excuse me, still a little bit of crud, everybody. I'm going to try to mute myself as best as I can, but you might, you might have one slip through. Um, but with where Ashes is, uh, I think that combat's a pretty big discussion point. It's not one that we've actually specifically uh, focused on for a while. So I guess with, without 
any more chat on it. Why don't we just jump in on this one? This one, they, they posted it. I'll share it in, in our chat right now. Uh, they called this the Legion of the Rose. And uh, I guess I'm going to read this one bit right here, okay? The Legion of the Rose is a fraternal order that pays homage to the legendary Knights of the Order of the Steel Bloom. Membership can be gained by receiving and accepting an invitation to a series of trials. Sounds like a quest, if you ask me, right there. Uh, but a series of trials designed to test the candidates' chivalry, bravery, and dedication. Qualified candidates who successfully complete the trials are welcomed as Rose Legionnaires at a formal ceremony where they are gifted exquisite armor and weapons. Oh, exquisite armor? Okay. Proudly decorated with the floral themes of the Legion of the Rose. Okay, so there's the the, the lore bit. They're, they don't have a very hefty um, showcase for each of these, but I guess jump in, talk about it, share your thoughts, and we'll continue on from there. I mean, I think overall I like the cosmetic except for the armor. I can't get behind the armor. Um, I And it's not the style. It's like how they use the color scheme. It just... It just does not look like something that I would use. And like, I, that's, it takes a lot for me to say that because I've been pretty like on top of the cosmetics more so in ashes than any other game. And this one is just one I'm like, mm, I'm very much leaning towards not getting that one this time around, but I love the other stuff. I mean, I think the way they like the style, I think the, the pet is fantastic, you know, the crown, like all the other things, just it just seems to like tie in well. It just I don't know, it just doesn't sit well on the armor how they designed it. And I I mean, I'm not necessarily like the design of the armor per se. It's like how they apply the color scheme to the armor. It just looks it just doesn't look good. It just looks like some of those MMOs I've seen out there that I just haven't like just like neon <laughs> it just has this neon look that is is so immersion breaking right the other stuff somehow like it makes logical sense like i could totally see like the mount for example i mean that looks fantastic but then you look at the armor and i'm just i'm just not feeling it but you armored cell i think the reason why the armor doesn't feel right is because it reminds me of like strawberry shortcake oh my god yes it's like strawberry shortcake is yeah. if they had armor for it. Like it's it's very colorful, very like it's it's I don't know. It's like I understand it's like a ceremonial sort of costume, but still, I'm not I'm not a fan of the 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 armor either. Like this, the rest of the stuff is all right. Like it's not my cup of tea, but I wouldn't mind seeing it in the world. Like it feels like it would make sense. Um. There is one thing that I would like to point out though, like in yes. the um, so on the social medias when they've started sharing the stuff out, yeah. So with the horses that they said, what sort of um, uh, like uh, stats or um, traits would you like to see animals have for animal husbandry? And I was like, are we diving into that now? Like, are we saying to is that like a hint to going towards because that is one of the streams you're going to be going into at some point. So maybe in the next stream or two, maybe they might be going to animal husbandry. So Hopefully. that might be something we look forward to. Yeah, because we get the uh, the next the next dev stream. My understanding is that we're uh, going to be getting 
the uh, Cyclops raid or fight or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm mostly talking about after that, but, but I, I did see something about um. Oh, we'll have to talk about that one later. But I did yeah. see a post from Margaret. I'm not okay. sure if you guys saw that. Which what is it about? We can definitely chat about it today. Um, they were using some um, like motion sensor suits or something. Oh, uh, is it? Oh, mo, what is it called? Mop mocap. Or, mocap. Yeah, mocap. I get the dang acronym, but yeah, basically where you throw on a suit and they capture your body movement. This is something that some people have given them flack about. They're even talking about doing it, which I think is funny when I hear that because I just kind of feel like it's a bit of a dweedle thing to say whenever you got, especially some longtime content creator who's been covering the game. You know, and they're yeah. like, they're like bashing on it because it's like, oh, now you're going to expand into doing all this stuff. And that seems like you're really making bad choices. Like, yeah, you know, they weren't planning on doing it all along, dude. It's kind of stupid thing to yeah. say, you know. So when I when I hear stuff like that from creators who are just finding something to be negative about, you know, call me a white knight if you want to. I think you're probably uninformed if you think that's actually my my stance. It's just one of those things where I think it's a bit of a, a ridiculous take. Um, I think it's interesting. A lot of games do it uh, to see an MMORPG utilizing that would be really great. Um, you know, is it a relevant topic to talk about, like, how is this going to, you know, actually impact the development of the game? And how is it going to maybe potentially, like, maybe take things, make things take a little longer than using more traditional, you know, or more old school uh, methods? You know, I mean, that's that's the real thing. But at the end of the day we don't know what they've got planned and have had planned. Right. You know, just cause mm -hmm. we're like watching them develop the game. Doesn't mean that we've got like the right to know every single thing that's on their agenda. They've got some stuff they got to keep close to the chest, obviously. But um, I thought it was pretty interesting. They're planning on doing it. Uh, I think yeah. I'm a little more curious about how using that is going to play into the overall design of like real talk combat. I, I want to know how this could play into combat because let's be real, their animations right now, not, not really digging a lot of them personally. Um, mm. The spell casting is kind of cool, but like the weapon attacks and stuff, this could be a positive because what they've been doing with the weapon swings and, and in general, I'm saying this generally speaking, um, I haven't been a very big fan of, um, I feel like the 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 motion just never really quite looks right. And I think the thing we've talked about specifically, at least the three of us here more recently, is that it doesn't feel like it's got that kind of like packing that punch, that impact on the characters, the the people you're actually attacking, like the NPCs, the creatures, whatever the case may be. Um, when I go out, I take my weapons and I swing them and I hit something. It doesn't always look like it's actually really doesn't feel like it's got that impact um yeah so with that it, it, yeah right. yeah with the with the enemies they need to be like with that sort of thing like we like when you have when you see people when you, in the game when you're seeing them hit the enemies and there's no like recoil there's no like there's no like yeah. impact it just feels like right. you're just hitting a air and it's still attacking you you know what i mean there's like there's no stumble there's no oh i just got hit yeah the Look, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna dog on Intrepid too hard here, but I gotta say this is the one of the worst set of cosmetics I've like seen them come up with. Um, look, I love y'all. This one I don't get, friends. I'm just gonna give it to you straight. This one's like, yeah, 
I mean, I just I get it all with the armor. I think the color with the armor less is more, and I think they went with more. <laughs> Here, here's what I don't understand about this one. Okay, <laughs> like if we take the way that these look out of the equation, and I just look at the, I'm just gonna like not look at it for a minute. I'm just gonna look at the the text that I read. Oh, that's kind of cool. Right. Order of the Steel Bloom, Legion of the Rose. I'm thinking maybe it's going to be some sort of if it's paying homage then I'm thinking fortified steel <clears throat> look. But maybe instead of a normal bloom, it's like very specifically a rose now. So if I don't look at any of that stuff and I'm just reading that text, I'm thinking I'm thinking this is going to look like some really cool armored, you know, sort of stuff. Right. But then I take my hand away and I look at it. And I'm like. Mm. I feel like we're looking at clown clown outfits here a little bit to be to be real in terms of the colors and this makes me wonder but didn't we say we weren't going to be doing any anything that was going to be immersion breaking and like color wise was going to be like popping out like a clown walking around in Vera so I, so I gotta say you guys I, I, I think we're kind of missing it the mark here a little bit in terms of uh, aligning with that statement that they talked about because it's coming from Steven saying that we didn't want anybody running around looking like super colorful and like popping out and standing out from the rest of the design scheme. Ooh. So mm -hmm. I'm going, how's this going to tie in with the design scheme? Cause it kind of looks a little, you know, a little too, maybe a little over the top. Look, it could be tuned down when we see the renders. Um, yeah. And it could be a different shade. I mean, it just, right. it just pops out like, a no. sore thumb kind of in a way no. and like just the fact that like the pants and the arms are also like very pink very very too. Pink. i mean I, again like i think it works in the rest of the cosmetics it really does i mean like the horse looks very ceremonial right in my opinion right it looks great but then that. you get to the armor and it just doesn't compute like my brain that isn't handling that color in that, that like depth Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the the Rose Legion Hall, like the thing I thought that was actually kind of cool was like the petals being used for the dome. I mean, it looked cool, but like, I mean, if it was just straight up glass or something, maybe like I can't I'm not digging this one. I, I think that you all kind of get the point. I'm not going to state it anymore. I kind of think it's dookie in my eyes. I'll never touch any of these. I'm not doing it. Love you, Intrepid. This one's a no bueno for me, homie. Um. Not in any capacity would I wear this on any character, not even ceremonial like we're talking about in chat. Um, I guess as a rose, I'm also just kind of I know that there's like a lot of different colored roses. So like, you know, maybe we didn't play on different colors with this and kind of, you know, still play on the pedal thing. But, you know, yeah, I mean, and it said steel you know, pedal, too, which, again, thinks, makes me think more metal or yes. like even like a darker, like maybe mm -hmm. it's kind of got a rose tinged metal in a way. I mm -hmm. don't know. Maybe like yeah. a rose gold almost would work. But again, right. Mm -hmm. Less color in there. Like and, and I'm usually one that likes a little more variety. I mean, you yeah, see my logo, right? There's yeah. greens and browns. There's all like different kinds, but it just. It just doesn't feel like it's connected on the armor somehow. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Steel can be shaped into blue colors. You can make variations that are more metallic, right? And I think that's exactly that's that's a great point from Crypt there in chat. Like that's that's what I'm trying to say 
is like the the text reads more like I'm feeling like fortified armor, but I feel like I'm getting just like straight up rose petals plucked off of like a rose bush or something instead. I mean, you could do something cool, like put like a rose petal, like, um, what do you call it? Like an imprint or something like overlay on, on the, on the like gauntlets that's like kind of got like a, that's jutted out. So when you backhand a fool, he gets the order of the (laughs) rose rose across the face. (laughs) You get the rose print across the cheek, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, that that I would yeah, get behind, but no. Yeah, I, I think you guys are going to remember like some of these plants might be as strong as steel, and that's probably why they're saying steel bloom. Yeah, yeah, understood, understood. Yeah, I mean, I think just again, right? I think for me, the design isn't so much an issue as the how the color was used. Yeah, and like same a quantity, right? It just could have you could have gone a different way, I think. In my opinion, yeah. less is more. Like you could have done just more subtle. Like some something along the lines of um, I'm thinking like even things to hold up the cape that had like the rose on there. Everything mm-hmm. else is kind of maybe different, you know, different kinds. You could have gone with maybe some darker green versus like so light. I mean, you could have done a lot of design on the cape. Um you could have not made too. the belt pink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's yeah, it just there's just a lot of different like <clears throat> things here where I just think it. Um, you, if you had kind of dialed back the color, like not yeah. on the chest, and maybe like a little less on the um, on like some of the fabric that's wearing around, I think I think you would probably have gotten a better look. Like the the steel plus steel pedal legionnaire steel pedal the the armor like that one's perfect like I I think that like oh, it's not perfect I mean that was a perfect example you said is what I'm trying to say is like instead of like whatever's going on there on the chest like maybe just go with a pretty traditional breastplate and then do some really cool engravement right really cool like you know sort of like vine work and like petals that are on it or something like that. You know, for that one, the 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 carriage itself, like, I mean, honestly, generally, that one's not really bad. The horse, I can't I don't really dig the way the horse is done specifically. But um, yeah, to me, it's just more of like it doesn't feel like the text descriptions are really kind of stating. I'll, I'll just have one one defense like I last thing on this. Sure. Remember, that this is a, a variant of what you can find in game. Yeah, it's a very specific so, variant. Yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah. yeah. so the, the pink might be only cosmetic, and the other ones For might this. be, like, blue, yellow, and the other colors, right? That's a very fair so, point. Probably will be so, seeing that. So if being, like, changing the color pink to, like, blue or something makes it not as poppy. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's the case. But pink, I wouldn't buy this cosmetic. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I, just thinking you're just going for the blue steel look, huh? Oh, yeah, I dig. I, mean, like, I dig even that. Even the pet, the pet. If it was blue petals, I'd, I'd get that too. The yeah, pink I'm just gonna get this bit. off the screen because I'm tired of seeing cool. it pop up now. Yeah. I just have to get it off. It's, I feel like it's like kind of tainting the aesthetics of the podcast <laughs> a little bit right now. I just, I do love you, Intrepid, but you're gonna, you're gonna get the, the honest, like no, you know, not, not pulling any punches on this one. Um, because the description just it could it, I feel like it could look this could look so much cooler 
But I'm I'm with I'm with Armored Cell. They're very likely are going to see multiple color variants of this. Um, for all we know, it just isn't going to translate that great right now. And when we actually see them pop renders up, hey, we could be like, I mean, maybe it is a little bit more subtle now. Maybe it isn't so poppy like a clown suit. You know, maybe Sam is going to stop making that reference now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh all right, but but. I, I do I do have to say that there wasn't really as much on this one. Uh, I am kind of curious about this bloom steel forward from the rarest bloom steel. That was the the part for the the uh, crown that I thought was actually pretty interesting because when we hear things like that, I do wonder if we're looking at materials that are actually going to be in the game. Um, we had this with the Titan bark, cool. I think, which was yeah. a Titan bark for the <laughs> Imperium, bark, yeah. yeah, Imperium outfits or whatever that was cosmetic. So. But anyway, Sim's gonna stop hitting on it. There it is. If you want to get it, it's gonna be in there. <laughs> if you want to get it, it's gonna be in the shop from May 10th to June 14th. And God bless. I can't wait till the 14th of June comes around. Um, there you go. Um, Intrepid. This is up the alley of uh, Stuffertons, man. <laughs> For me, I'm going. I don't know if I could get behind this one. There's not very often that I'm like kind of just dropping a hammer on a few. Um, 14th of June is the the transition <laughs> of the cosmetics, not the release date of the game. We all wish <clears throat> the game was releasing June 14th. Yeah, uh, because then it would have to play other games. Although to be fair, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying some variety as of late. Um, I've been playing the crap out of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, actually been bringing in a bunch of new names uh, in the community around playing that game. It's actually been really good. Um, I'm a little disappointed I can't get. The death curse uh when i'm playing my main character because i made a good choice and not a bad choice that kind of feels a little bad man but wait wait yeah, for I've Hogwarts noticed there's some evidence of some dark sim activity over mm. the past week what? so you think i you know um, you think you, you know the clips will not oh, reach me but uh, alfina <laughs> sent me you know i don't think anything raven. of the sort okay I, and then yeah i see you know she sent me an owl pardon me i so like said jet like she sent me an owl and she said you must check out the sim clip did she really she, did she shoot you a message shim, wow shim shows wow. his colors no and I'm like wow how slytherin looks like it's an alt more, character it's this an like, alt yeah okay i remember game. it's an alt my bad it's it an is alt. it is it is <laughs> an alt character his name's veron Caratop. wait what what armor cell this, this is why when you leave him to his own devices for a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> he bears off the course right yeah i'm still yeah. working he, on 100 it's well, an alt that you cackle with glee whenever you uh, cause pain <laughs> to your fellow students yeah okay that that's it all. But that's the purpose of the character is to, to be he's not to make friends, he's to make yeah, frenemies. That's right. It's to blow off some steam from your normal, yeah. like you know, disguise. Yeah, I get it. I get did it. Did you see the character's name, by the way? Side sidebar real quick. Did you see the character's name? No. All right. He's he's a redheaded, he's got a, a, a scar over one of his eyes. His name's Varen Carotop. Nice. Thank you. That's that's very Potter. I think I, think I appreciate. That would work. I appreciate that. I tried to stick within the you know confines of the role play and everything. But friends, just remember, right? When you see these 
these clips that are shared by Alfina when she goes and DMs them to you to make sure that you get them gets this like really bad impression of me or whatever. <laughs> Understand that it's a it's like it's an alt character for 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 heaven's sake. Okay, it is it is an alt character, and I've been enjoying playing some random games lately. Though um, I've got there's this game called Elderand. I got a key to play. I'm gonna try it out later tonight in the in the post show and just. Just jump in there. It's like a 2D platformer sort of game. So that'll be kind of fun to check out. And then uh, I've been playing a lot of Hogwarts. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I've been trying to mix it up a bit. Um, I've got some other games that I want to play as well. I've got like my Resident Evil 4 game I need to get in there and do and finish it off. But I've just been enjoying playing. Honestly, that God, man, Hogwarts game. just it. It's surprising to me that it playing some of what I'm playing isn't doesn't really get very old already. Like I just love the combat. And the combat is, well is fun. It is very well done. I will admit that. Um uh, we we gotta talk about combat Nashes, okay? Um mm -hmm. today's basically we're gonna get the ball rolling. We're gonna go on. I think we're gonna try to do about an hour ish today, give or take hour, hour and a half at the very most if we get if we get into a really big sort of a rant or two here, <laughs> but combat's important. Everybody, we, we all want the combat Nash as a creation to be good and good is a very relevant term. Um, to some people, good is playing. You're like, you're in a, a 1999 MMORPG and, and you're running around and it's straight up tab target. And, um, you know, you're doing a lot more clicking on your screen, you know, and some people like it straight action, man. And to them, good is straight up action combat. Give me a reticle. Give me third person. I don't want to see this crazy zoom perspective that we see as Steven playing on the stream because a lot of people have uh, criticisms of that. Now, I, as someone who's played MMORPGs for a long time, like many of you, have played an MMORPG where you're you need that you need that like situational awareness um but some people are like that's so far I can't even see the character why don't you zoom in Th those are the you know probably the people that are liking a more action oriented combat or, or certainly a action tab hybrid orientation but generally I guess let's start this off by uh, posing a question and we're going to get into talking about some things that were brought up on the maid showcase we're going to get up to talking about some things that come to what their vision has been we're going to talk about all kinds of things so if you got a, a thought an idea be sure to share it in, in chat and tag any of us so that we don't miss it specifically if you can tag me if you got a point you want to hear us talk about here related to combat tag me so i can see the ping in chat and i will uh try my best to make sure we include that okay so Thus far, what is your interpretation of Ashes of Creation's plans for combat in Ashes of Creation? And where do you think they're at so far? Do you feel like they're on alignment with what their vision has been? Um, uh, what do you have? If there are things that you, you guys have seen so far that you're like not really feeling, um, what are some of those things? And, and generally... Um, what are they doing right so far? I mean, I know it's a, a packed question. It's definitely more than one part, but in, in no particular order, feel free to jump on in on that, gents. I mean, I definitely feel like they're workshopping a lot right now. Um, personally, I know the combat needs polish. 
I do feel right now what we've seen has been more like hybrid than one or the other. And I think we just got very strong like opinions to go full tab versus full <clears throat> action. And I am seeing like where they are kind of having some hybrid elements, just seeing what, you know, what I've experienced in say Guild Wars 2 or, you know, World of Warcraft at some level there were not necessarily like action type of things, but you had like point blank AOE, you had like telegraph, like spells you could do. So there was like some elements that they've showcased already. Um, I just do feel like this need a, a heck of a lot more testing. I mean, I'm with you on the animations and just having like more weight. I saw that also in the, um, made showcase i think overall it was a good showcase but i think the spells themselves needed a little more weight the animations the graphics needed just to have like a little more impact um but overall i mean i think they're stepping in the right direction I mean, we're talking alpha 2 right now and i think where they are in like in their development and what they're showing isn't necessarily like anything that I'm unhappy with because I know it's going to be a journey. I just I just feel like there's definitely some some further paths to take at this point. All right, good, good. What about you, Armistel? So I agree with the spells as well. The spells need a bit of work. Um, they are going in the right direction, but as soon as we get into Alpha 2, I feel like this is when they're going to be able to really ramp up the and make like make better iterations upon combat um because the more people that like there's what they say like 100,000 players in alpha 2 that's insane that like they're going to get a lot of feedback a lot of player testing and that's sort of what they need at this point and they are doing baby steps in the right direction however with like as you were saying before with the uh zoomed in zoomed out i i do like action combat action combat is really fun for me but i can also play tab tab combat tab combat i don't mind um, the main reason why I like this game is for the RPL element of it. Like this feels more like a D and D game than a an MMO, which is why I'm really into it. Um, but the com the combat itself, like as we have been saying before, it, it needs more oomph. It needs I need to be feeling like I'm hitting something. Um, and that's what we sort of need to iterate upon more because at the moment when you're hitting a creature or you're like in combat, it feels like you're just hitting, like, I don't know. It just it doesn't feel like there's any weight behind it. There's no, there's no, like no enemy there at all. You're just swinging in the general direction, and you see the health bar go down. You don't, it's not seeing any reaction. You're not seeing anything from the ground. It's just, it's. I feel like, yeah, I feel like we need a bit more of that uh, impact to make it feel good. Because like when you hit something, you want it to react. You want it to feel like well, you like the music helps as well when like the. Um, like the, you know, when you hit like a solid stone wall or something, it just like uh, echoes that, that sort of vibration. Like that's the sort of thing you want to hear. Right. So that's, that's the feedback. Like you, obviously you can't feel it, but you, if you can hear it, you can see it. That sort of like dives you into the, the combat itself. Absolutely. Um, with people saying like with zooming in and zooming out, I can see both scenarios. When I'm really in, dived into like a one-on-one -on -one combat situation, like with a boss or like a, a pvp sort of scenario yeah. zooming in i really like that because i'm focusing on that one person i don't need to focus on anything else 
However, if I've got like mob, heaps of mobs around me and I need situational awareness, that's when I want to zoom out. So that's where people are sort of complaining on that point. And that's that's where sort of I'm sitting at this point. Um, so I really hope there's more tapped, uh, not tab, more action combat coming forward. But as I said, like we need to get into Alpha 2 yeah. and do a lot more playtesting of this combat system. But until then, they are doing I, I they are doing things in the right direction, but as long as we're giving them feedback on what we're not liking, for example, some of the spells not feeling like they're actually in the world itself because they're not leaving a trail or it feels too um, stagnant or it doesn't feel right. Like the ice sort of right. worked well. The lightning needs a bit of work. Like the chain lightning was the best one. Yeah, I like agree with that. Everyone, everyone, everyone loves the chain lightning. Um, everyone has also said a lot of things about the the uh, what was it, the lightning ball or ball lightning? Oh, the ball lightning. We talked about that yeah, one last time too. Yeah. yeah, how that could change. People were saying like the the orb around it shouldn't really be there, and it should just be more like a yeah, arcing, sort of so, similar to like one of these things up here. Yeah, like, I, I no totally orb, agree with that. Like... Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think it just it's. I mean, I don't even know if immersion breaking is the right word. It just looks off. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, it feels doesn't like just, arcane, yeah, exactly. It feels like an arcane ball, right? It doesn't, it doesn't feel like lightning. That's a good it point. Like, yeah, arc. It feels more like an arcane ball, not a ball of lightning. Perfect. Yes, exactly. Right, and it's like it's not perfectly round either, isn't it? Like kind of like flat on the bottom. It just, yeah, it looks like they if. I think the opinion is is very like spot on. If they just get rid of the sphere around it and it's just like a sphere in the center and almost I think of like the comment was like reverse it. I think you mentioned that last time our Marcel Probably, is yeah. that you just have the electrical arcs everywhere kind of sparkling. Yeah. yeah, that would I think that would be much more like aesthetically pleasing in my opinion. Like it's going to make sense for the element, right? Like if it's right. going to be a lightning spell, it's got to be uh, sharp and uh, fast, and it's, it's got to feel like lightning, right? Yeah. For fire, it's got to like like if you're using fire spell, you want sort of like light to emanate from that area, same sort of thing. Like it's got to make sense for the spell you're using. Um, so, that, but with the all all like the uh, environmental stuff that I've been talking about, I really ho hope they start integrating integrating that into the spells themselves like if you're using a fireball or something you, you can see like scorch marks across the ground um ice abilities where they're like small little puddles on the ground once they mount like these sort of these sort of things sort of bring you into the combat um people were mentioning about iframe like not, uh, it's like stagger frames and stuff like i'm not talking like if you're hitting an enemy and they stagger then they can't attack you like they can still attack you what i'm getting is they're not like reacting to it, like they're not like feeling like they're in pain or like they're not like oh yeah. getting hit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that I that's mean, where I'm coming from. Like, yeah. like they can still attack you. It's not like they're stunned or anything. It's just more I want the and I want the uh enemies and NPCs to react to me hitting them and not being like, Oh, you hit me with a great sword, but I'm still gonna keep charging at you and not phased. You know what I mean? Right. Not just not just seeing like the damage is actually ticking yeah. and things like that. Like seeing like an actual reaction. Yeah, correct. That yeah. that's what sort of brings me brings you into it because that's what brings in that that impact and feel to the combat. 
Oh, how important is balancing animations in regard to predictive casting? That was from horrendous in chat. What do you guys think about that? How important is balancing animations in regard to predictive casting? Like, you know, you're, oh, muted. you're muted again, Day. <laughs> day Day. It's at some go. level, um, I think it is important. Like one of the things that I remember is when they initially like released like a fireball animation, it was such a long thing. It's like right. if that any part of that was an action spell, you could sit there like make a sandwich as you dodge out of the way. I mean, it was that long <laughs> of a animation. Um, but kidding aside, I mean, I think mm. it's really important. You should have like some idea of what's getting cast, at least in some level. Um, I mean, I know in other games, there's like cast bars. You can see the name of the spell. I don't know if if Ashes is going to go that detailed. Um, but I do think like some sort of tell would be good. So if you do have more action elements, you have some idea of how you should react uh, as well. Um, I guess that would be my opinion on that. I feel like they they are sort of doing that with the um so with the fireball and the chain lightning and both those scenarios when the first fireball you saw he lifted up from the ground and then he did the fireball right um with chain lightning when he he goes comes off the ground again but then he starts like arcing a little bit around him and then he uses the chain lightning so I think that's sort of how those like if for example the sorcerer or wizard or uh, spellcaster when they're using the spells mm-hmm. they're sort of emanating that element before they release it. So that's yeah. probably how they're going to sort of tell what spells they're using. I'm not sure how they do it with the, um, like fighters and stuff. Maybe it's like stances. It's like some of these stances. I think um, he had to sort of back and get ready to like launch forward. Um, so I think they are going in that direction. Whether or not, uh, it's easy to tell what they're doing before. Like obviously the source is going to be easy because like elements, right? But the uh, fighters, it's going to be a little bit different because you have to watch out what for the stances or if there's, like, unless they've got, like, glows or, like, uh, uh, emanating auras or something. Like, if he's getting ready to do a ground pound, he's, like, getting ready to, like, he goes down and, get, and then jumps up. Um, yeah, I, I do I do agree, like, that you should be able to tell what they're going to be, like, have some sort of indication into what area they're going to be using in their in their combat so that way you can sort of predict a little bit i'm not mm-hmm. saying like read them completely but have a somewhat of an idea of what they're going to do yeah you, you want you i mean that that also ties into you know like what they want uh the game to be more uh what i'm looking for here I don't want really to say like focused on, but like that's one of the aspects that they've talked about being important in terms of the development of combat for things like raids, et cetera, situational awareness, like having to be able to pay, pay attention Ooh. to, you know, certain like animations or telegraphs, like things like that to where you're not having um, add-ons do that for you because, well, add-ons won't be in the game, right? But But being able to like see that, things are happening and like paying attention to the boss and re- reacting and responding to, to what you see occurring, right? Not just, you know, oh, I have an add-on telling me that I need to dodge now or something. Yeah. You've actually got to pay attention. Um, Which it won't be. Right. 
Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're, you're gonna get them. You're gonna be taking it to the face if you don't pay attention to them mechanics and raids, etc. Which I'm like actually looking forward to because that means people are gonna just get absolutely demolished for a while till people figure out what the tells are, right? Like what the animations are, what the dialogue might be for certain things. Because you, I, I personally actually like when you gotta pay attention to a, a combination of things. Like you got a raid boss who screams something. You don't see it coming, but they scream something, and then all of a sudden there's just like, boof, you know, there's a, a burst of damage, right? Because they've harnessed, you know, whatever they've harnessed, and they've just done a bunch of AoE damage to everybody, and there wasn't like a fireball dropping, there wasn't like a, a storm of anything coming into the raid. It was literally like, homie just, you know, raged out and screamed at everybody, and you had to pay attention. I don't like it to be all around that. But I like it when you've got a combination of things like that and telegraphs and like certain animations or just behaviors in general. Um, I really think we're going to get moved into that when we get into next live stream. Because if we're going to be versing the, uh, oh, if he's going to be versing the, the oh, yeah. world boss, yep. I feel like you're going to be seeing a lot of these tells, a lot of these like raid mechanics, right? I mean, here, I'm like, actually hoping we're going to get to see a little bit more of mechanics that are going to come into play for raid bosses and not just like there's a really cool raid boss like remember the dragons of alpha one anybody yeah like oh man they're really cool looking but like they're absolutely not doing jack shit and they're just kind of staying there the, the dragons that had interesting mechanics were the ones that were part of the castle siege stuff more than the other the other drakes etc because those oh, other drakes okay. were kind of eh but the 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 um the castle siege dragons that provided buffs etc those had some pretty interesting mechanics like I actually like the frost dragon quite a bit. Um, Didn't someone drag it to the to, to yeah, the siege? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was one of the objectives. Yeah, yeah. 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 drag the dragon to the bloody siege instead of killing it. Yeah, they they were like, oh, you will fight with us and demolish the enemies that are trying to attack us. I don't care if you kill us, too, as long as you kill the enemy that's outside the door. And you're just like, man. <laughs> yeah, kiting's a thing, man. Remember kiting mobs, like, halfway across the map in a zone or something, and then, like, bringing them to... Man, you you gotta have leash resets, No, I don't man. remember that. Oh, I, I didn't engage uh, in that type of... Oh, really? Um, uncharacteristically <laughs> so terrible behavior. <laughs> Do tell some... <laughs> damn it dude it was easy to pull shit like that off in world of warcraft when you were playing like uh pally man you just literally like train them fools all the way back and you know you get you enemies world boss, you have leeches, no i don't think they're gonna let them be walking like that yeah wait what did you so say you... <laughs> what did you say uh, walking in the light huh walking no, in the no. light <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes you got to play a little dirty. I mean, I'll play a little dirty sometimes. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't have uh, anything against playing a little dirty sometimes, but like being filthy, you know what I mean? Where you can't see any, any clean area. It's a different story. Also, yeah, you, have, you know, you have like ultimate defense moments and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't really confirm or deny anything about whatever you're saying there. But, um, uh, anyway, continuing on, um, Action versus tab basic attack. So someone in chat earlier did say that they felt that there was still a pretty, like, even though it's it's hybrid, they were noticing that it seems like there's still a pretty strong focus on more action. Um, 
I'm definitely feeling like I'm seeing more action as of late. I, I still think it's hard to tell, though, you know, like what exactly that that proportion is going to look like. Um, I mean, that was like one of the questions that we actually asked, remember, um, whenever <clears throat> we had to go join Intrepid. Um, it was like a month ago or something last month, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the the melee feels definitely more action. I mean, there was action elements in the like the mage, um, you know, showcase. But I agree that there seems to be more heavily like involved like action animations with uh, with the melee. I mean, it's not unexpected. I expect melee is going to need to kind of point themselves in the right direction. It's not just going to automatically, like, from a tab perspective, like, move. Again, it's just going to have to be, yeah. you know, looked at in testing to see how it feels. Uh, but, I mean, I, I'm i not necessarily, like, opposed. Yeah, I, I have played full action games, not my favorite in an MMO situation, right? I mean, in anything else, I'm fine, but... An MMO situation, I'm not really keen on full action. So I look to see, um, it'd be interesting to see like how they tune it over time and like what feedback the community is going to give. Because yeah. I think at one point, Steven said, if like this hybrid piece isn't working, then they're going to default to tab. Though it looks yeah. like they are kind of dipping their toe a little more in action, which is good because yeah. I think they need to explore both ends of the spectrum pretty thoroughly because if they are going to give some sort of player choice, you know, how they augment, for example, certain skills, yeah. they're going to need to see how it performs on both sides of the fence. Yeah. I want to actually clarify what I was saying too. Like, uh, not, I don't mean that in regard to when, when they do a showcase for us. Cause that's very, it uh, does seem very much tab. But when I talk about like what they're talking about implementing in the future, it looks it looks more heavily like active blocking, roll dodging, you know. Yeah, what they're talking about there. What they're talking about using. Like I think I did see some active blocking in some of the showcases too. Might have been um, I don't remember if it was the tank showcase or not, but they did have something where I thought it looked like it was active blocking. I didn't actually catch anything. Mm. I'm kind of curious now. Maybe I missed some of that. You might be right. You I know, I I want to say something about 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 the game's combat. Like for me, uh, I think there have been some people, and, I, and I'm not really calling any anybody specifically out. I think this is kind of like a general can like voice of the community. There have been a lot of people. Right. So when I say some people, I mean, you know, people I'm watching in comments, people I'm seeing on video comments or forums or even our our content around here, chat, etc. There's definitely. Um, there have been people that have been saying that they don't feel that Intrepid is sticking to what their game plan was for combat. I I don't think that's a very fair assessment because we haven't gotten to see what their actual plan is for combat because again this is one of those things that's like behind the scenes right um but when we talk about a hybrid system uh where you're going to have some level of agency 
Um, I think it's really hard for me to tell right now wh where where they're actually kind of at because I feel like we keep getting like samples of things that could fit into either side of the spectrum. You know, it's like, oh, this could feel like this is a tab target thing or this could be like an action thing or either one of these or the skill that we just saw could be used both ways. And so like right now, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be able to actually gauge their combat until I start to see the augmentation system, right? Um, because I feel, at least this is my interpretation of everything we've seen so far, that this hybrid system that they're going for, I don't feel like any of us really have a very good indication of what that's going to look like until we can see how the skills, I think more than anything, are able to be augmented and potentially go uh, uh, lean one more one direction or the other. Because right now the ranks that we've seen for skills have really just been about like the effects of the skill, you know, whether it's like more damage over time or if it like is going to now like impact with the stun or maybe at rank three now something gives you an extra resource. You know, we know about the charges that they've been utilizing with like the clerics and tanks, etc. Um, but until we get to that augmentation system, I just feel like I'm so jury out on an impression of the hybrid system, right? I can like chime in on skills and maybe get an idea of like what they're going for with skills. And this is like, that is where I think the conversation around combat really just opens up and becomes like, we could be going down rabbit holes all day long on this. Because when you start talking about the skills we've seen thus far, and you like, let's just look at the mage, right? When you talk about fissure, when you talk about magma field, um, we're really just getting a snapshot of like a of the rank one generally, right? But augmentation, how how much exactly agency are we going to have through augmentation to change the nature of these skills, right? Like, how concretely are we going to be locked into the rank one through three based on skill point usage? Um, and and how much agency do does augmentation have on on sort of redefining the nature of how a skill is actually going to work? Like, that's, it's just, I don't, I don't know. We could talk hypothetically, <laughs> excuse me. And I think that's kind of the direction that the conversation can start to go now in terms of, like, combat. Um, I'm not seeing any Lightbringer stuff yet for a Paladin. I haven't seen anything that really looks Paladin-y. The Ultimate Defense kind of had that feeling, but that felt more warrior to me, really. Like, that what, felt... Bubble Hoof? What's that? <laughs> the, the Bubble Hoof? Is that what you're talking about? The Ultimate Defense? Look, or... Bubble... bubble. Anybody... Or if you don't understand what Bubble Hearth means, let me let me share this for people who aren't WoW players. You can look at maybe one of the Alpha One videos. Did you like clip that? And uh, is there a demo of that? Maybe you could like share with the class. That would be nice for those uninitiated uh, to being a victim. I mean, you know, participating in an ultimate defense right. event. Victim participating. There's a lot of like words that have a lot of. We get tied up in the meaningfulness here of, of some of the things you're saying. You know, that's all I'm trying to say. Um, uh, in World of Warcraft, a paladin can use what is it? A divine shield, right? Divine shield, yeah. 
It's been a while since I played. Um, but you use Divine Shield, and it's this really cool-looking bubble. And as a paladin, was it 10 seconds, I believe it is? It, while that shield... Is it 10 it seconds? Was, it's like it a no, whole, it wasn't 10. It, it was, was it's less. less it. it was less, but Hearthing was like, what, uh, 6, 7? It was yeah, somewhere I in that. I want to say it was between 6 and 8. I don't think it was that long. So Hearthing is taking this really cool thing that you got, Hearthstone, and you can go to innkeepers around the world, for those of you who don't know World of Warcraft stuff, and you can go, hey there, innkeeper, I'd like for you to set my Hearthstone to this location. And every X amount of time, you can use your Hearthstone to instantly teleport to said location that you've saved. You can change it as much as you want. Pretty much, as you're leveling, you usually save it with like the newest place and then eventually get to your capital city and it's like ah we're gonna save it here because this is where all the main in-game stuff is at and this is the main hub usually it offers additional you know portals etc but so you set your hearthstone to somewhere and you can use your hearthstone it has a little bit of a cast time it's not super long but it's like you know we said six seconds eight seconds something like that and divine shield lasted just a little bit longer than that so what you could do is you could hit your bubble and it would protect you almost completely from from things, right? And you could sit there and you could cast it. Now you're invulnerable, right? Nothing could touch you. You're invincible almost. And then you hit your item and you teleport to whatever in that you set your hearthstone to. So you bubble and then you hearth. You bubble hearth, right? What they're actually getting at here is what I did in Alpha 1. Things were getting a little sweaty. I was calling out, let's go, let's go. It wasn't looking like those with me were going to make it. And I realized I could get out alive. Got your I... losses and then turn tail and run. Yeah, yeah. I get it. No, okay, no, no. You're making it sound way worse than it actually was. Okay. But I was like, you know... We need to go here. It's time to leave. You, we, we had this cool ability. We didn't have a Hearthstone in, in Ashes Alpha, and we had something called Control T, a function that's not going to work in the game in the future. Just putting that out there. So I ultimate defense, kind of like Bubble, and then I Control T'd on out of there, sort of like Hearth, but no cast time. It was instant. So did I need to use my ultimate defense? No, but I guess you could say I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> And Daedalus is making it sound a lot worse than it actually was because he was there and he he fell. He was a victim. He was a victim. Yeah, he was a victim. I I took one for the sim. It wasn't the team. It was the sim (laughs) because you're off running and I'm like they're coming after me. And all of a sudden. I, I don't remember what character I was on. I was on, but it wasn't one with ultimate defense. I <laughs> no, don't remember that. <laughs> it was not a tank. You can be sure it was uh, either a cleric or it was a, a, a mage. It might have been a mage. I don't can't remember. It was a cleric or a mage yeah. for sure. Taking one for the oh sim. Oh my god. Yeah, oh if you, you ditched your cleric in a dungeon, that's so bad. Um, the cleric's got your back the whole time and you just up and leave. I mean, just it's not as bad as it sounds like really it's not as bad as it's, it's made, yeah, made, made out. i'm i'm also the person so if you if you join if you join knights of the phoenix and i'm ever healing or taking 
just know that sometimes I, I let things happen to just sort of like test things out. I, I guinea pig people. Is that, is that why there's so many carrots in our guild? <laughs> I don't know. Let me write that down. I don't know. Wait, what? Were you writing down? What's going on? Let me write that down. Okay, let's see. I let things happen. Yeah, to just to test, test the circumstances. I'm like, let's go. And then I just don't give a command. To, you know, like I'm like, and I let people soak up some damage. I'll be sitting there and I'll be healing and I'm like, really want to see how well this will crit when they're lower health, but I need them to get there first. So let them get low Dr. health. Frank and Sam got it. He likes to experiment <laughs> with other people's lives. Oh no. I hope this is not getting clipped right now. Cause we don't need clips like this out there to like tie into other, other nonsense. There are many clips made today. Have there. Right. Anybody? Oh God. All right. Well, let's get in a black light paladin. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny because all I thought of right there was like the '90s with with uh, black lights and all those cool things in the background of uh. Whoa, that's not an endorsement of dark side things, okay? Uh, let's roll that one right on back, huh? Tim on your six is leg legging it away. No, not no, not like 98 percent of the time it's not 99 98 percent of the time but there is that one or two percent of the time where i'm like i want to run an experiment real quick and just see how this i always compensate people you know in some way for it you know repairs Le leather goods aren't compensation man belt to the mouth and boot to the ass it <laughs> work. does not work that's not compensation just you know, redefine your definition there. <sighs> rogue and Ashes just, is starting to feel more and more like a dream right now. You know, let's go rogue. Every time, every time someone goes to the dungeon, he just goes to like the local church and picks up a new cleric. <laughs> the local church cleric. picks up the new cleric. Hey, have you been playing long? Oh man, I started. Uh, you want to? You want to go run a dungeon yesterday? Huh? Were what you, you here yesterday? <laughs> what did you oh, he uh, he's uh, retired. I, uh, Man, I don't know, man. This is like, I feel like this is a good stopping point today. I kind of almost feel like there's no way to kind of like roll back from this right now. I want to talk about combat, but it just feels like I'm, you know, oh, creature of habit. What a great name for the for the clip, Alfie. You know, well played, friend. I have XP points. Oh, you know what though? To be fair, you do have to be a lot more careful in ashes because that XP dead idea, like ah. Yeah, oh, can we talk exactly, about it? Oh. exactly? Oh, I, I experienced experienced that in God. a couple of games, and Dude. you know, Nate, like the my first experience with that was EverQuest, and that is not a good time. Like when, yeah, and not not to say that you know mistakes can't happen. You can die like once or twice, but when it's like repeated, like you know due to lack of awareness and so on, it gets frustrating super quick. Um, yeah, or bugs when it's bug stuff you're like oh yeah or mm. bug stuff as well i mean the one thing that i think if i remember correctly steven mentioned is that experience debt can't de-level you and i remember when i was leveling my wizard in everquest the amount of times that i just made a level and then something happened and i got de-leveled oh my gosh i was just beside myself with that, yeah, deleveling was not a good, good yeah. time. There were some points in Al Ash's Alpha too where it was like the XP that was a little, it was a little much. And I was like, dude, 
See, that's like one of those things you have to be really careful about in testing, too, because if people are like not feeling like it's a rewarding time, even in game development, even in testing, you're you're bound to lose testers. You need people testing, right? Like that's like one of those things you got to be careful about. It's tricky uh, with with XP that like, I don't know, man, do you do you guys in chat? Do you all feel that like when you hit max level XP that should even be possible anymore? I mean, I don't think it would be if you can't de-level, right? I right. mean, I think the main thing that I feel like is a good practice is definitely not the de-leveling, but also like having like a buffer of like maybe the first 10 levels. Maybe it's less than that because I think right now they're shooting for 50 as a max on launch. But still, it's like having those like formative levels where you're like, learning the mechanics of your class not having that as like an issue because i think that would be like a huge barrier to entry for some now again right you still need to learn your stuff and at some point it's going to come a calling but i think at first you need to kind of get people oriented to the game and i think that's a a great like happy medium i i'm not expecting that there's some aspects of ashes that are going to be like very like sweaty, hardcore, like type of gameplay versus like casual. I think there's going to be a spectrum, but I think definitely in the formative years of like your or the formative levels, rather, you should, you know, definitely give be a little more forgiving because obviously knowing that leveling will take more time than it does in current MMOs like in the market. I think that would be more than fair. Yeah. I, I think um, I, I don't actually know a thought about that with experience depth for max level. Like yeah. if you can't be leveled and what's what's the downside for um max level characters? I, in that case I feel like max level characters like the last XP bar, like experience bars should if it reaches the max, it should give you some sort of bonus, but if you're in debt you don't get that bonus. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking like, too. Otherwise, there's no real downside for max Yeah, it gives you some sort of debuff until you work off of that debt. Or not. Which, or I don't know. The, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that would be the best option, though. I guess I... Because, again, if you are trying to work off debt, if it, it makes it harder to work off the debt... I mean, I guess it is a punishment at that point, so you're not, like, Leroy Jenkinsing everything, hmm. but still... I like the yeah, idea... I, uh, I think that might be yeah. a good question to ask on the stream, though. Yeah. Is, uh, like, how does experience debt work for max level characters? Is it even a thing? Yeah. I mean, I like the idea that Armored Cell brought up, too, which is, like, you know, XP bars maxed out, but, like, there's, like, a bar, and that bar is, like, um, you know, basically, like, when, when your bar's maxed, right, you have, like, a bonus stat or something. It could be, like, you know, I don't know, 5%, 5%, 3%, yeah. 1%. So you see it all the time in games, right? Like, you get, yeah. you know, uh, your faction in a game has got, like, a certain place, and you've got, like, a bonus to stats. It's not crazy, but it's, like, a nice little buff. I think something like that could be kind of good for, like, hey, you've been, you've been making a lot of mistakes, so here you go. It's not a massive stat, but that's sort of like, you know, if you're really playing min-maxing, like, you want to make sure you maintain that, right? Because it's going to be important for rating, be important for PvP. Um, 
but yeah, the idea of like being able to de-level or, or to even like lose experience at a max level point, like to me, it's like a no, you know, it, to me, that's no good. I mean, you got to be really careful about the kind of penalties you want to have in a game too, if you want it to not necessarily appeal to everybody, but appeal to, I think like, I don't know, the majority of people that would give an MMORPG a chance. That demographic. Yeah, MMO yeah I mean... Yeah, I agree. And I like the idea of like Armored Cell's idea of like you maybe you have a bonus, right? That you get yeah. when you're max level with no debt. And then that way, like you still have a like a decent baseline to be able to work that debt off, but you might get like a little extra again, not anything game breaking um per se, but something where you do kind of do take a bit of a shot to effectiveness, but it's not like you're at a disadvantage you know you're kind of almost i don't know you've got like you know some sort of more um you know more baseline ability versus maybe something that's more augmented i don't know yeah but i would really be interested to see what if any plans they have to do something at max level knowing that experience debt is a thing because I've been in games like, again, EverQuest was like my worst experience with that type of mechanic. City of Heroes did that too, but at max level, it didn't matter. You could, you know, Leroy your way to, you know, you know, high heaven and you would not get any debt at max level. But getting there was, you know, you would always accrue debt. You would never de-level there as well. You would just have like kind of a, you can get debt to a point. You could max out your debt at some point, and then it won't go any further than that, if, even if you die again. But you still have to work all of that off before you can, you know, start actually moving your leveling bar again. Yeah, because we've already got corruption in Ashes, you know? And I mean, look, people think that they're not ever going to go corrupt in Ashes. I promise you. The majority of people will go corrupt at least once. I think it can happen from <laughs> look at Armored Cell's like, I'm Armored Cell and I endorse this comment, this statement. Yep. 100%. <laughs> you know, because like even if you're not planning on it, like you might get into a situation where it's like, oh, this guy like was like griefing the shit out of me the other day, and here he is running around doing his normal thing. And I really want to get him back, and now I've got some friends. Right? might go corrupt maybe just that one time to kill them um, yeah but that's not corrupt if they fight back see if they fight back then if they don't though it's yeah. on like donkey kong yeah like you know, you know it's very it's a fair point yeah you I mean you don't want to lose your and then you got the idea of like losing a certain amount of like your you know materials etc too which is a big discussion point for a lot of people but um I think I think talking about combat specifically, the one of the things that like I think I want to like maybe have this chat about next week is what's the word what I'm looking for here, like or the the way to phrase this correctly, like class identity. Uh, I want to focus on talking about class identity because we haven't really picked up on that one in a while, right? Like when I look at the tank, there's some stuff that feels like. I don't know if you all feel this way or not, but for me, when I'm looking at, like, uh, I want to play a paladin in a game, right? Like, jokes aside, I do like being a lightbringer. I like, you know, being, like, the good guy, 
right? That doesn't mean necessarily being like in the good alliance, but I like to to make choices that like better people around, whether it's NPCs, etc. And I like the idea of a light bringer. I like, you know, not and I would say for me thematically that kind of is more of like that the World of Warcraft styled light bringer mm-hmm. uh, because it's the one that I felt like kind of really was getting it kind of right to a degree. And there was clearly like some aspects of like their spell sets too that tied into like things like D&D if you like would have looked at it. Like so there was a cool, there was kind of a cool influence that they had there, right? When I look at like Templars and ESO, that doesn't, yeah, it flashes Lightbringer, but like all the javelin stuff, like it just didn't resonate for me. And you play D and D, and you see some of the skills. There was a lot of appreciation I had for World of Warcraft for that reason. Um, everything from the seals to the blessings to things like that, um, to the way things looked. Um, there were definitely some skills that didn't really look like they felt like that they were Lightbringer ash, but there was a good amount of skills that looked Lightbringer and. You know, everything from the flashing of light, all that sort of stuff. But I don't know about you, but like when I think about that character, and I know that's something you've got to augment to get to. And some of you all might feel like this about, you know, any of the other uh, classes, keeping in mind archetype is your foundation. Classes are what you augment into, right? Paladin would be an augment of the archetype tank. So when you look at those base skills for like a tank, I feel like to a degree that there should be some sort of an like class identity there that seems to feel like it translates and it it evolves into that and like at its foundational level feels authentic to that paladin, right? And I feel like this that and I feel like that's tricky because then that also means if you were to take that same like logic that the other augmented classes from that archetype should all feel like in some way they identify with those base skills mm-hmm. so keep that in mind because that's kind of like where i want to go with talking about class identity a bit because like can it work which means we'll be looking at the classes and there it is we've got it on ashes hq you can take a look at it between now and next time we'll be pulling that up as our reference point they got a really great chart that intrepid put together we're gonna try to not talk too much about like does this name really work, i.e. tank? <laughs> we'll leave that alone. We're talking about class identity. We're not so much focused on the names. We're going to talk about, like, what does it mean to be, like, a rogue? What does it mean to be, like, an assassin? What does it mean to be, like, a Hawkeye? Uh, what does it mean to be a necromancer? What does it mean to be a Templar? Or, you know, all of those different things. Like, so if you've got a, a class that you predominantly play that you love and you really want to see it shine in ashes, then this is the conversation for you because we're going to really be bouncing a lot between our people in chat and us here on the show and really talking about class identity again. I have no idea what the show is going to be called. We've revisited class identity more than once over the past five plus years, but that's going to be our discussion point next. Next, Oh, nice Marauder from SWOTOR. Oh my God. Yeah, there is like the... Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to get into that right now. I played, I played that one as well, so... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna actually I'm gonna be doing a little bit of a post show, doing some random gaming stuff. But gentlemen, any final thoughts real quick before we wind this podcast down? No, no, I'm good. It was good to be back. Yeah, it feels good to be back. I miss I miss doing this last week and last week. <laughs> Sim was hurting. 
when he was supposed to be enjoying some time off, but we'll, we'll, we'll work on that soon too. All right, gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Stick around if you're looking for the post show. If not, to all of you all, we're going to let our gentlemen sign off. Shout out their domains where you can find them when they're not on this podcast. Analysts. You can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. And Armored Cell. And you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Armored Cell. And friends, we might be at the end of today's show, but as always, in closing, got to remind all of you, whether you watch us live on YouTube, whether you catch the podcast in the audio form in all the places, or you catch us here live, which we do like to think is the preferred way because you just, you don't miss anything when you're here live. Um, but all of you are all Ashes Pathfinders. So much love to all of you. Much love to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, live your best lives, walk in the light. And friends, have a great night. We're going to catch up with you next week. See you soon. <laughs>